ugly, disgusting house I just like to distance myself from. What? You mean this house here, the O'Grady place? Yeah, that place. It's really gross. There's bugs, there's cobwebs. God only knows what else is in there. <laughs> It's funny the way, the way, the way girls are looking at are always afraid of spiders. 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 I'm not afraid of anything. 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 You really think I'm afraid of a Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Schema Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Worst Fear. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking about our worst fear. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Kathy Morton. Hello. Karen. Uh, my name is Layman now, actually. Oh, Layman. <laughs> Kathy Layman. Hello. Wow, fuck that up, Mike. That's okay. I can edit all this out. <laughs> you won't, won't. Know because you're too high. <laughs> Karen. Howdy. And uh, and our own worst fear, Michael Felsher. Yeah. So uh, we've got thirty-two uh, fears, phobias, and whatever just freaks you out and makes you scared. Uh, we put them up in tournament-style brackets. You can download those from our website at geekfights.net. We pit one against the other and put it to a vote. Winner moves on to the next round where it all starts over again until we find out the worst fear. I don't know how the fuck anyone's going to dis- determine this. I mean, I don't think there's any way to do this without Geek Logic. Whatever is your worst fear, that's what you pick. That's Geek Logic. Let's just move on. Well, let's no said. Let's start some fighting. Uh, Kathy, you start this one. It is the fear of death versus the fear of driving. All right. Now, I am actually really afraid of driving. I find it um, extremely scary to be me in charge of tons of steel machinery uh, going at well, well, the way I drive, ninety miles an hour. Um, and I'm the one who put this on here, but the fear hmm, is of death. Although it could be the fear of dismemberment as well, or, you know, crashing and being horribly burned, not dying it would be awful. So I'm going to pick driving. Uh, vote for driving. Um, I have no fear of death. I have a fear of living way too long. So I'm going to go with driving as well, uh, even though I'm not that scared of driving. Care. I am afraid of happy driving. Perhaps that's the same as the fear of death. Um, so yeah, fear of death. I'm afraid that if I got in the car with her, I'd die. 
Uh, vote for death. Mike. Uh, I don't, I don't really fear driving so much. I mean, I guess there's that slight fear of, of an accident. Um, but, uh, but you know, usually I'm, I'm not afraid of driving. I hate driving. I don't like, I don't enjoy doing it. Um, but I also have absolutely no fear of death. Um, I do not fear death. I welcome death. I await death. I long for it, perhaps. I go to bed every night praying that this is the night I die. Oh, for the and love I, of God. And um, I wake up disappointed every morning. So I'll go with driving, because I'm kind of afraid of Kathy driving, too. A vote for driving. And Michael. There was a fear that Mike wouldn't shut the fuck up. Um, uh, I'm going to go with fear of driving just because of recent events. A vote for driving. And driving. How's and that new card? Uh, working for you, Michael. Shut up! Just shut up! Just shut up! And driving takes down death in the first fight. Okay. Oh my God! It's gonna be a weird one. Uh, on to our next fight. All right, all right, all right, all right. Just to make a very quick, 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 quick story. Yes. Uh, me driving my old Chevy Malibu versus a city bus. I lost. <laughs> Bigger always okay. wins. I hate that. Yeah, buses tend to always win. Uh, I was fine. Car was not. Me now have new car. Let's move on. Yeah, I think the Ford, the Ford dealership won in that one. Yeah. Awesomely. Yeah, the bank. The bank won awesomely in that one. On uh, to our next fight. It is girls versus a black planet. Um, if you're a geek, girls generally are terrifying. In person, you you know you lust after them and masturbate and look at pictures of them on the internet and look at them in movies and TV shows, or, or just think about them in your classroom. Uh, but uh, a black plant is terrifying. They they, they, they mismanage their money. Uh, they're 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 no good with uh, with you know high-minded functioning things. So I'm gonna go with a black planet. Is it? Yeah, it's a black planet. Karen. And- this coming from the black guy. I don't really know what a black planet means, but I will admit that I sometimes find girls terrifying too. They have vaginas. I just don't know what to do with that. A uh, vote for girls, Mike. Uh, I I will vote for fear of a black planet um, because it was a a great album. It was Public Enemy's third album. It. Uh, sold over 1 million copies in its first week. It was certified platinum. It uh, peaked at number 10. Um, it, it was a stronger, more cohesive concept than uh, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. You are really, really high right now, Mike. And, uh, <laughs> and I think for that, because of its place in music history, it deserves to move on. A vote for a black planet. Michael. Um, I'm going to vote for girls because, yeah, you know, with vaginas, I'm all thumbs. So, yeah, that's, that's a bad thing. You really shouldn't really shove, shove your thumbs in there. They, they prefer fingers. Yeah. It wasn't being literal. <laughs> God damn it. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Kathy. Which one takes the win? Well, I'm not really afraid of girls. I, um, I guess I've never 
had a lot of female friends, so maybe I am afraid of them. But I am not afraid of Black Planet because I dated the drummer from Black Planet, and he was a totally nice guy. So I'm going to have to say girls. A vote for girls, and girls moves on for, into the next round. For a second, I thought Kathy was going I'm not afraid of a Black Planet because I've dated every black man on the planet. <laughs> anyway, never mind. That wouldn't, those weren't all dates. <laughs> Moving on, on to our next fight. Karen, this one is yours, and this is this might be one of the saddest fights that we have on the list. It is Being Alone versus The Dark. I am much, much more afraid of being alone than being in the dark. Usually I can rationalize that there's nothing in the dark, but you can't just rationalize way I'm by myself and no one loves me. I'll vote for being alone. Mike. You know, years past, it certainly would have been being alone. But as I've gotten older and wiser and crankier and misanthropic, um, being alone sounds like fucking heaven. So I'll stick with the dark. I'll vote for the dark. Michael. I think you should combine these two, being alone in the dark. That would fuck you up pretty bad. Um, but I'm going to go with being alone because the dark, what's the dark, you know, you, the dark can be anything and if you got in the dark somehow you can find your way the fuck out of it. So I'm going to go with uh, being alone. Another vote for being alone. Kathy. Um, uh, I'm not generally afraid of the dark, but how often have I actually been in total pitch blackness i don't think i ever have um and thinking about total pitch blackness now I'm, i i am a little afraid of it um and being alone it's it's not i don't i don't think i ever will be alone so i don't i'm not afraid of it so i'm gonna say the dark of uh, for the dark it is all tied up it comes down to me um being alone or the dark. Uh, I live. I, I live in a dark, dark hole in the ground. Uh, it doesn't really scare me at all. It's it's the things that are out in the dark that I can't see that scare me. The dark itself doesn't scare me. Being alone doesn't really scare me that much either. But as I get older, it, it gets more and more on your mind. Like, am I going to be alone forever? <laughs> So, uh, being yes. alone gets a vote for me, uh, cunt, and <laughs> we are moving on, on to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It I is said if Michael said it. Oh, okay. It is very <laughs> versus suffocation. Fuck you. I just... No. Call her a cunt. No. Um, th- this is actually tough. These are both... Uh, very, very similar fears, very kind of primal fears. Um, but I think I would go with suffocation, uh, even though, you know, there might be suffocation as part of buried alive, because honestly, realistically speaking, the odds of me being buried alive are pretty slim. Um, but there are a wide range of possibilities and ways to suffocate uh through various accidental means and uh i think i'd be more likely to to have that happen to me 
Uh, so it being a little bit more real, I think that's a little bit more of a real fear. So suffocation. A vote for suffocation. Michael. I'm going to vote for Buried Alive. Because Buried Alive, for me, also involves claustrophobia, which freaks me out. And also probably probably take longer. Suffocation, depending, I mean, not necessarily, but suffocation would probably be a little bit quicker. Unless the person burying you alive was really good at it. Um, but if you've angered someone enough to bury you alive, then uh, you might want to check your friends. But uh, Which I'm doing right now. So, buried alive. I'll vote for buried alive. Kathy. Um, I, I've, I've got to say buried alive as well. I mean, I've seen, you know, on TV shows, occasionally they want to put their, the, their leads in peril and they bury them alive. And that's just freaking creepy. Uh, so I gotta say buried alive. A uh, vote for buried alive. Um, I, I'm, I'm slightly scared of suffocating, but suffocation, suffocation, generally speaking, is a, a pretty quick death. You're, you're, you're done in, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes max. That's, that's what you have. Being buried alive, depending on what they've done, if they have to give you an air tank or whatever, you're, you're underground. You know what's going on. You know you're eventually going to die and your air is going to run out. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you know you probably have a max of two hours, three hours. That, that to me, that time frame of waiting for it is what would actually mess me up way more than just the suffocation of it. So I'm going to go with Buried Alive. Karen? I, I can't think about Buried Alive. I mean... You know, they used to do wakes so that people who were, I don't know, comatose could, or just deemed to be dead would wake up. But now you're involved when you die. So there's pretty much a zero chance that you're going to be buried alive unless someone does it to you maliciously. Um, much higher chance that someone's going to come smother you in your sleep or drown you, which is really suffocation. I'm pretty afraid of drowning. Suffocation. A vote for suffocation, but being buried alive is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is the fear of failure versus the apocalypse. This, this one's real easy. I totally am waiting for the apocalypse. I'm all about the apocalypse. The apocalypse might be fun as hell. There's going to be chaos in the streets. There's going to be no social order whatsoever. It's going to be whoever's got the, you know, the luckiest or the smartest or has got the most guns or food or oxygen or water or whatever the fuck it is. It's going to be a blast. I've got no problems with the apocalypse. Failure, however, haunts my ass pretty much every single day. So I'm going to go with the uh, failure. Uh, vote for failure. Uh, Kathy. I actually think about the apocalypse a lot, and it does scare me. I, I think about it, and I plan for it. I think, um, we really need to go to this the, the gun store and buy bullets. We have three guns, and we have like 20 bullets between these three guns. I would hate to have the apocalypse happen and be like, uh, yeah, we've got three guns, but we only have 20 bullets. How stupid is that? We could have had 200, 500 bullets. We could be winners in the apocalypse. No, we've only got 20 bullets. So I'm going to say the apocalypse. Uh, vote for the apocalypse. Um, I, I get, you know, the apocalypse does not scare me in the least. So, 
and I, I don't, I'm not waiting for it like Michael, but I am wondering what it is. I'm going to be, I am curious for the details. Like when it happens, it's like, ooh, is it Jesus? Is he back? Is it the zombie apocalypse? Which apocalypse are we talking about? I know it's the end of the world, but that, that, the anticipation of the apocalypse is actually more exciting for me than uh, being actually scared of it. But failure, the fear of failure is pretty, pretty hardcore for me. So I'm going to go with failure. Uh, my, oh, sorry. Aaron. I just don't have a fear of failure. It's pretty much a foregone conclusion. I plan for failure, but I don't fear it. Um, on the other hand, as someone who has children, I do fear the apocalypse. Um, because even if I'm strong enough to make it through, anyone who has children, you will pretty much have to protect them and is going to die because they have to protect the children. A vote for the apocalypse. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Well, uh, fear of failure has haunted me my entire life. It still haunts me. Um, I, I fear for the failure of every show that we, that we do. And the apocalypse is not a bad thing. I mean, the word apocalypse means revelation. The whole point, uh, so of the, certainly of the Christian apocalypse, is the coming of, of God, the revelation of God on earth. And as long as you were one of the people who would be saved, like me, because I'm a very good person, you got nothing to worry about. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> it, many apocalypses really are just a paradigm shift. It's actually the end of the world as we know it and the beginning of a new, brighter age. So I don't fear the apocalypse. I don't wait for the apocalypse i see it as just a natural evolution um that i will probably fail to achieve so failure a vote for failure and failure moves on and we are on to our <laughs> <laughs> I'm are you sorry, singing it's the end of the world and you know it and you feel fine no i was thinking because i got high oh, okay Anyway, next by Kathy. This one is it's yours. not the dope. It was the beers and the kamikaze. <laughs> it's that the, is the worst defense ever. The, the last fight was the fear of failure. This fight is the fear of success versus the vastness of the universe and our insignificance, uh, insignificant place in it. I am not afraid of success or failure. Um, I just live my life and I do what I can. Um, but when I think about uh, the universe and how huge it is and how insignificantly small and short our lifespan is, it just freaks me the fuck out. And I'm, I'm afraid of thinking about it. I've been thinking about this crap since I was like 10 years old. And it keeps me up at night. So the vastness of the universe and our insignificant place in it. What Kathy said. Um, <laughs> see, I, 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 I don't actually fear our insignificant place in the universe. I actually kind of embrace that. I like it a lot. Like I, I it's kind of cool to know that we're a small piece of a much larger puzzle. And who knows? Maybe we're a piece of bacteria on some guy's scab in a completely different universe that we can't even perceive. And that, to me, that thought is so fucking awesome that that's a possibility. That that's a possibility is so awesome to me. I love it. I uh, so wish I could feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> but success is almost as terrifying as failure because 
if you have a certain amount of it, then you fear that you might lose it, and then you might fail. Uh, anyway, I'm going with success. Anyway, uh, Karen, her phone completely died. She has no internet access. She's done kaputs, but she's sending me texts of her answers, and it's success versus the vastness of the universe and our insignificant place in it, and she goes with success because one must uh, self-sabotage. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and we can't ask her. We could. It would just take too long. It's a vote for success. Mike? I understand it perfectly. Yes, me too. Uh, I'm also going to uh, vote for success because I don't, I don't fear the vastness of the universe and our insignificant place in it because I do not think my place is insignificant. Um, I think I am the center of the universe. So the vastness of it all created just for me actually just says a lot about me. Uh, vote for success and Michael. Uh, maybe this will be a long episode. Um, I, I'm going to say the uh, success as well. The vastness of the universe and our insignificant place in it. I don't, I find it interesting more than fear. I'm not really feared of that because I've known that since I was a kid. So we are, you know, we are, we are a mosquito in the Taj Mahal. Big deal. Uh, success. So I'm just a freak. Okay. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or you're just the insignificant one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Fuck you all. Success <laughs> is moving on. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it is fish versus toxic waste. What the fuck is this? Uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> I will be voting for, I'll be voting for, uh, well, shark or fish. So I'm going to be voting for fish because I'm more f afraid of uh, the, the, the known quantity of fish than I am of uh, toxic waste. Uh, I, I'm assuming I, I, I ingest a, a good bit of toxic waste on a daily basis, and I'm not that worried about it. It's going to give me cancer. Don't care. Um, next up is Karen. And Karen, what's your, oh, that's right. She's gone. But she's the one. I vote for she puts fish on there. Uh, she's terrified of fish. It's one of her irrational fears. She's, uh, she's actually so scared uh, that she can't even touch them. And I know that uh, she has fish tattoo on her feet, on both feet, of fish, uh, to kind of help her with her fear of fish. She's terrified of them. Goldfish, anything. What? Yeah, I know. Uh, uh. A vote for fish. Uh, Mike? You know, I, I really don't know how to vote in this one i'm not personally afraid of either of these things um but in every geek fight i pick at least one where i just do a straight up fight and uh, i think we have very often seen the results of fish versus toxic waste and toxic waste wins every time uh vote for toxic waste uh doo -doo -doo -doo. michael uh, this is where I, if you had meant sharks, you should have put sharks. So I don't really think when you say fish, I'm thinking guppies and tuna and shit. And apparently Karen just walks down the supermarket. I sees tuna and wets herself. So that's kind of weird, but okay, whatever. Everyone has their own irrational fears, I guess. Um, toxic waste. I don't come into enough contact with on a daily basis. I don't live in New Jersey. So, um, uh, when you say toxic waste, I think of that scene in RoboCop where the guy gets melted. That's pretty freaky. So I'll go with toxic waste. Oh, vote for toxic waste. 
is all tied up when it comes down to you there, Kathy. Uh, I'm, I'm not really afraid of fish, and I don't really think about toxic waste. Um, I just, you know, I guess I'm afraid that, you know, my, if I have a kid, it's going to have three heads because I stepped in some toxic waste at some point. I don't know. That's that's just, I don't even think like that. Um, you know, if uh, fish did, bit you, he could be Aquaman. Mm, I did have a dream when I was little that my mom was standing in like uh, six inches of water and she was eaten from the feet up by barracudas. By, wait, what's, what's the fish Piranha. that eat people? Piranha. By piranhas. And they just like ate her feet and then she went lower in the water and then they ate her legs and lower in the And that just stuck with me all my life. So I'm going to say fish. I'll vote for fish. And Fisher moving on into the next round. <clears throat> we are on to our next fight. Uh, Karen, this one is yours. It is Spiders versus the first unknown. And see, she's not hearing any of this right now because she has a habit of breaking things. Uh, if you need technology broken, talk to Karen. It is Jared's pick. Uh, his fear is Apple products will be less cool without Steve Jobs or Satan. Um... <laughs> Karen has not sent a pick in for this one, but she's scared of bugs, so I'm going to assume she's scared of spiders and put a, a vote down for spiders. Mike? Uh, I, I am also afraid of bugs, but I, I am not afraid of spiders. I think um, Spider-Man comics have uh, made it so that spiders are, are one of the I know that insects, one of the creepy crawly creatures that I'm not afraid of because a small part of me wants to be bitten thinking I'm, there's at least a tiny chance I'll get spider powers out of it. Um, but you know, I, I sit here in front of an iPad neck recording this show on a, a MacBook, And, uh, yeah, I mean, if Apple becomes less cool, that means I become less cool. And, uh, and I certainly wouldn't, you know, want to try to do anything without Satan. So I'll vote for that one. A vote for Apple Prox and Satan. Uh, Mike? I too am not um, that scared of spiders. You know, I'm not saying if an 18 foot, you know, spider came out my way, I go, hey, kitty. But uh, at the same time, uh, you know, they eat all the bugs I don't like. And uh, they, they do more good than they do bad. And I'm not really, they don't really affect me one way or the other. Whereas the Apple products thing, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of it, but it's a concern. And that's one that I have for spiders, so I'll go with the Apple products. Uh, vote for Apple products. Uh, Kathy? I am deathly afraid of spiders. I hate spiders. They make me turn into a jiggling mass of fear and loathing and my stomach just make me want to throw up when I see one. Um, and have you ever seen that movie with uh, William Shatner from the Kingdom 70s? of the Spiders. It was called Kingdom of the Spiders? Yes, it was. Uh, they win. I, I hope I'm not spoiling it for anybody, but the spiders freaking win in that movie. It is oh, it's awesome. It's horrifying. So, uh, and uh, no. I don't, I don't really use Apple products. So, um, spiders. Spiders. <laughs> I'll vote for spiders. It is all tied up. This is a, this is a shame. We keep tying, and we don't have a fifth person <laughs> but it's all tied up 
it comes down to me. Uh, Karen kept going. Why would anybody be afraid of applesauce? Oh, I <laughs> applesauce. It's applesauce is better because she thinks apple products. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not applesauce. <laughs> I almost want to vote for that just because of the applesauce comment, but I, I think I'm gonna go with spiders. Even though they don't scare me, except for when I woke up one morning in Vegas with a black widow spider on my hand. It, like, <laughs> crawled under the door, and it was on my hand. And I'm like, that's a black widow spider. I guess I can't move very fast. I also can't move very slow. This is a very tense situation. Uh, so, because I only have an iPhone, I, and I don't buy any other Apple products. I'll buy the iPhone 4 or 5, whatever. But uh, I'm going to go with Spiders. And Spiders is moving on into the next round. On to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth versus going insane. Um, I don't really eat peanut butter by itself. So this is not a likelihood. Um, I would like to think going insane is not a likelihood which means it probably is a likelihood. So I'll vote for that. Uh, vote for going insane. Uh, Michael. Yeah, I don't eat peanut butter hardly by itself at all. And, and that, even if that did happen, I wouldn't be afraid of it. It would just be, oh, how annoying is this? Uh, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, peanut butter in my mouth. Ah! It's, you know, I, just, I don't see that happening. Um, going insane, however, I'm always on that high wire anyway. So. I've come to grips with the fact it's probably going to happen at some point, and I might actually be happier. So I'm not really scared of that either. So this is kind of a toss-up for me. So I'm actually literally just going to say blah, 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 peanut butter. A vote for peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Kathy? Um, I just saw Carrie Fisher doing her... Um, her one woman show, uh, wishful drinking. And she was talking about, um, being diagnosed bipolar. And she said that it was really freaking scary going insane. That the going insane part and losing your mind was just freaky and really scary. And I can relate to that. I, I, I am afraid of feeling my mind going, feel watching myself do something totally insane and going, that's fucking insane. Why are you doing that? Um, but she says, once you're insane, everything's fine. Once you're there, it's fine. But the going part, that's really scary. And I don't like peanut butter. So going insane. Uh, vote for going insane. Um, my aunt, I, I never knew her. Uh, like my, my family has always talked about how smart and intelligent she was before she went crazy, schizophrenic. And it happened when she was around my age. I don't know. She was a little bit younger. But it's always freaked me out. Like, that's a possibility because it's in my family history. Somebody did go insane, got schizophrenia, and, like, lost their mind. So every now and again, when I see something, like, drop out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, wait, what was that? Did I just see something? Did I just hallucinate? Is this the beginning? Or I'm walking down the street, and I hear someone talking, and I look around, and I don't see anybody. I'm like, wait, is this it? Is this it? Is it coming? Is this the beginning? Uh, so... Going insane really does. I just heard you there, Kathy. It lights up when you talk. Um, I'm going to go with going insane because it does freak me out. And Karen. Oh, that's right. Still not there. 
Uh, she put peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth on the list. Uh, it's because of her grandmother. Her grandmother was absolutely terrified of it. I would have loved to hear this story about it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Karen is the wrecker of all technology. And uh, going insane is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. <laughs> it is crowds versus Ben Affleck as president. I have a legitimate fear of crowds. I do not like uncontrolled crowds in um, like a club or a nightclub or anywhere. Anytime there's just a lot of people where there's no order. I, that's where I developed a really serious case of claustrophobia when I was in high school and everyone was let out into the hallways all at once to clean up their lockers before the end of the school year. And I got literally trapped in the middle of all that. And I freaked the fuck out. And ever since then, uh, I've had a real problem with crowds. So that's, that's like one of my legitimate fears that's actually on this list. Ben Affleck is president. How could he do worse than anybody else that's been president? Ben, so what? Okay, Ben Affleck, put, put fucking Count Chocula in there. I mean, who gives a fuck? I mean, that's, it's, to me, that's, the president is a big deal. The crowds, though, that's, that freaks me out. So crowds. Uh, vote for crowds. Uh, Kathy? I had actually been thinking that, that Ben Affleck as president would be scary. Um, and I'm not, not really afraid of crowds. I, the first time I went downtown Detroit was, yes, it was for the downtown hoedown when I was like 12 years old. And I loved the crowds of people. It, I, it's what made me fall in love with Detroit is, was all the people, the community, just being down there in a big crowd. Um, and, uh, Ben Affleck as president would be really scary, but after living through George W. Bush for eight years, I, I don't think anybody could do worse. Um, and and I suppose I could get trampled in a crowd, so I'd be afraid of that. So I'm going to go with crowds. Uh, vote for crowds. And why are you daring our politicians to do worse than George W. Bush? They can do worse. <laughs> they can do worse. Like, <laughs> My husband is sticking out his tongue at me. Well, and, and you should. Well, you are in a Republican household. A, a, a uh, no, we're in a mixed marriage, dude. You have three guns in your house. You're in a Republican household. You're, yeah, you are in a Republican household. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am. I, I, I don't, Ben Affleck would probably be fine as president because he's just the president is just a fucking figurehead. It doesn't actually do anything. So, um. It's really Congress that fucks everything up. I'm gonna keep saying that. Nobody listens to me. Congress fucks everything up. Uh, and they're a what? big and they're a big crowd of people. And uh, crowds actually do scare me. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of crowds. I know what you're saying, but you you stood up in front of people and you'll talk to people. It's like yeah, but I still do not like it. I don't like crowds that aren't looking at me, which is even a more disturbing thing. But a vote for crowds for me. Uh, Karen. Oh, uh, what's that? Yeah, speak up. Oh, yeah. Crowds, crowds. Okay, another vote for crowds. <laughs> and uh, Mike. Uh, well, I'm I'm not really afraid of crowds at all. I don't. Um, I don't. You know, I'm not fond of them. Uh, like Kathy. I mean, I might I might get annoyed by crowds, but uh, there's no real actual fear there. But I, I think Ben Affleck would be a, a, a really good president because uh, he was the bomb in Phantom Show. Yeah, that Sorry. pretty much kills my crowds. Yeah. A vote for crowds. And crowds takes the win. And we are on to our next fight. 
Kathy, this one is yours. <laughs> this is the best fight ever. <laughs> it is squirrels versus commitment. <laughs> well, I'm a girl, so I'm not afraid of commitment. Um, Obviously. I think squirrels are cute, and I have fed them, you know, the the rabid squirrels on campus at Wayne State. I have fed them food from my hands, and they've taken it with their little claws. Um, but I suppose if they were rabid, I would be afraid of them. So I'm going to say squirrels. Uh, vote for squirrels. I am 90% sure that squirrels can't be rabid. I, I don't think there's actually a, a strain of rabies that actually gets them. I don't know for a fact, but I put squirrels on this list because as a kid, I had no problem with squirrels. I was fine up until ninth grade biology. And Mr. Bancroft, those of you that went to Ferndale High School in Ferndale, Michigan, you know him. He's an old creepy guy. His first name is the letter B. Not joking. Uh, but uh, Mr. Bancroft, he told me that squirrels could get could get rabies, and then you know if they get rabies, you're, you're done because they're fast. They're much much faster than you, and they will chase you down and bite you. And rabies is actually the thing that scares me because I don't want to get twenty shots in my ass or my stomach, and I'm scared of needles. So my needle fear ties into my squirrel fear, and I'm voting for squirrel. Um. By the way, Damon, just yeah. so you know. Squirrels can, in fact, get rabies. However, it is extraordinarily rare that it happens. It's been 10, 19 years. I just looked it up. See? See? And they also have not been known to cause rabies in humans within the United States. That is also true, yes. That is the most bizarre thing in the world that just happened there. Each one of you has more information than the about squirrels and rabies. Um, well, you just happen to luck into a, a personal subject that we all care very much about. Apparently. I'm going to skip right over Karen for the moment and go to you, Mike. Uh, I I am going to go with, with squirrels. I, I don't think I have a fear of commitment. Um, uh, but obviously, the tremendous amount of information of squirrels and rabies on the internet uh, seems it's on a lot of people's minds. And uh, when I was uh, when I was in college at Wayne State, uh, I used to feed the squirrels like Kathy did. They were actually very cute and very friendly, and they would come up to you, and they would take food out of your hand, and they would eat it in front of you, and it was all nice and good. And then one day I was standing there, and the squirrel just ran up to me and looked at me like, hey, you know, where's the food? And I was just like, I got nothing. And I was actually talking to the squirrel. I know it may seem kind of crazy. Like, I got nothing. And he's looking at me. And I put my hand out, and I was like, look, see, I got nothing. And he sniffed my hand, and then he tried to bite me. So, uh, ever since then, I have been a little bit afraid of squirrels. Oh, vote for squirrels. Michael. Yeah, don't let them, that cuteness thing fool you. A squirrel will eat your ass if it had half a chance. They're vicious little fucks. I don't like them. I never really have liked them that much. And they, they're just, they're squirrely. That's why they're called fucking squirrels. And another thing that really bothers me is, and there's no racial thing here. Just to make this clear. I had never seen a black squirrel in my entire life. When all of a sudden they just started showing up in all the neighborhoods where I was living and it was like, when did black squirrels show up? And they just started meeting and breeding with all the other brown squirrels. And now we have these mutant squirrels that are like 18 feet long running around up there. These things are fucking huge. And so it's just, I want to, you're afraid you know, of a black squirrel planet. 
fuck you. Anyway, the I, I'm just I'm loading squirrels. Commitment. I haven't had a chance to have any commitment yet, so I can't really be afraid of something I haven't had a chance to uh, be afraid of yet. A vote for squirrels and Karen. It is it a clean sweep? Yes. <laughs> yes, squirrels because it makes me laugh. She laughs at the fact that I'm scared of squirrels. She laughs every time I say I'm scared of squirrels. She just. Laughs and laughs and laughs at me, and then I wow, cry. spite by a text. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, because it makes her laugh. But squirrels takes the win in a clean sweep over commitment. Yeah, this is a weird episode. On to our next fight. It is bugs versus a real Planet of the Apes. Um, I am actually more scared of bugs than a real Planet of the Apes. I figure that's just one of those mini apocalypses that will or can happen. The anticipation of it is exciting for me, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to die in the massacre before the real Planet of the Apes, so I'm pretty cool with that. Uh, bugs are just swirly and creepy, so I'm going to go with bugs. Uh, Karen! <laughs> yep, that's right. Bugs, it's one of her irrational fears. Karen become Kenny? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking Michael is helping us out with this one. But she's voting for bugs. Uh, Mike? Oh, yeah, it's totally bugs. That is uh, that is my, my fear other than spiders. Nope, spiders not a problem. All other forms of insect to varying degrees. You know, I'm not so much afraid of bees. Cockroaches freak me out. So the whole spectrum is in there, and I I don't fear a Planet of the Apes. I would love a Planet of the Apes. A Planet of the Apes is better than the Planet of the People. A vote for bugs, Michael. Yeah, this uh, bugs are a well, big one with me too. I mean, cockroaches especially, water bugs, any any black slimy thing that I, you know. Th- these are the bugs I want the spiders to kill. Uh, and even though they're not going to do anything to me, it's I don't know that a hundred percent. I think they're plotting something. At one point, the bugs are going to rise up against us. I'm, I'm telling you, there's something because there's much more of them than there are us. Um, whereas with the real Planet of the Apes, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. I, I, I welcome uh, the Planet of the Apes. I welcome our monkey overlords. In fact, I like my, I like to be beaten to death by a chimpanzee and have that on my tombstone because what a way to fucking go. Here lies Michael Felsher beaten to death by a fucking chimp. I mean, that would just be awesome. So I've got no problem with the real Planet of the Apes, but bugs, hell yeah. Uh, vote for bugs. Now, do you realize that in a real Planet of the Apes, there would be no little people? Because I, I just learned this over the weekend. Chimpanzees hate small children and little people. They try and kill them. That makes it even better. I know. It's bizarre. We would just be watching them running around beating the shit out of babies and small people. That's awesome. That's it. That's wow. all we do. Baby monkey midget fight. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Kathy, is it a clean sweep? You know, I was going to say that, but now I'm worried about Peter Dinklage and the Planet of the Apes coming. No one true. can hurt. Dink- no one- Dinklage has his own special set of powers. No one can hurt Dinklage. Okay, all right, then I'll make it a clean, clean sweep with bugs. And let me just say, if Karen is afraid of fish and bugs, she would have screamed twice as loud as I did when I saw a silverfish in my apartment. Bugs. Uh, Vote for bugs. (laughs) And bugs is moving on. On our next fight. Uh, Karen, this one is yours. It is needles versus prison rape. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't catch that. What was that? God damn it, I said wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Prison rape. Uh, you're going yeah. prison rape there. Uh, yeah, uh, vote for prison rape. Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for prison rape. Uh, my fear of prison rape is why I do not commit crime. That's sad that the deterrent isn't actually <laughs> going to prison and being incarcerated for doing something wrong. It's being raped while you're being incarcerated. Well, yeah. Um, otherwise, they're just you know you don't have, they're giving you a place to live and free food. That'd be awesome. And you don't have to vote ever again. Uh, free TV, lots of time on your hands. I would hate to have prison rape with needles. You, that would hurt. But I'm not really that scared of needles. I mean, I don't like them. Not like I go around going, hey, stick me with something. But, you know, when I go to the doctor, you know, it's just, I don't, I know I have a friend who's so paralyzed, who's so paralyzed by the fear of needles. He has to be drugged before he's even, anyone can even take blood from him. He's literally that bad. They have people have to hold him down. I mean, he's that bad. Me, I could give a shit. Prison rape. Yeah, I don't really want to, you know, have my salad tossed by a guy named Beef Nuts. So I'm going to, yeah, definitely prison rape. Another vote for prison rape. Kathy. I, I'm going to throw one to needles just on behalf of my husband because he is deathly afraid of needles and, and to watch him give, uh, give a blood sample is just, just, just makes me cringe because he's so afraid of it. Uh, so needles. I think your husband should be afraid of prison rape too. Yeah, I don't. He's got a well, pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for needles. Um, See, I like the way Kathy said that. We'll throw one out to needles. <laughs> needles. See, the fact that he can give blood or, or have blood taken is almost amazing to me because that I am super terrified of needles. I've actually gotten into a much more manageable place as an adult, uh, but it's like about a, a quarter of an inch out to actually giving an injection or having somebody take blood from me, and I freak out. I freak out to the point where sometimes I have to leave the room and come back and try again. I am very scared of needles. So next time you folks see me, that's when I run up with needles and I'll be like, okay. But I am a very big guy and I will punch you in the face. So <laughs> I make no bones I make no bones about it. Boom. Just, I'm going to knock you out. But I'll vote for needles. But prison rape is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is zombies versus a vegetative state. Uh, the, way you said, the way you said that, I just love that. And prison rape is moving on. Yay! <laughs> Yay, prison rape! Um, okay, so this one's easy for me. Uh, I welcome zombies. Bring them on. I've been ready for those fuckers since I was 10 years old. Um, I'm, I'm so looking forward to the zombie apocalypse you can't even imagine. Vegetative state actually does freak me out because the idea that I'm lying there in a, in a, you know, unrecoverable will never be the same again. There's always that fear. What if one infinitesimal little part of me is aware of what's going on, but is never going to be able to do anything about it. And some asshole is keeping me alive because of some political bullshit. And, you know, years pass, I'm just lying there aware of it, but not, you know, never going to get any better. I mean, that, that freaks me out. You know, that, that's actually a really big fear of mine. So, vegetative state completely. Uh, a vote for vegetative state, Kathy. Uh, uh, I, the vegetative state would be scary, but 
but um, I don't have scary dreams about being in a vegetative state. I dream about zombies a lot, and they're and it's not good. It's not happy dreams. It's scary running away, shooting things. Uh, it it's it's bad. So I'm gonna have to say zombies. Of for zombies, you say what you say bad. That sounds like so much fun. I'm, I know it does. It sounds. I want to have your dream. That's awesome. Like the zombie apocalypse. I'm prepared. I have scissors and baseball bats. Every- <laughs> That'll do it. Well, no, because that's the thing. Zombie apocalypse. Everybody's like, I want my guns. Guns run out of bullets, and then you're fucked. And like even like swords, they get dull after a while. But a good old fashioned metal baseball bat, a couple of those, you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I like zombies, but like Michael, the the thought that maybe there's a little bit of myself still there in the vegetative state, aware of what's going on, that and just being trapped there, that's so fucked up to me. Like like ah, oh, it's terrifying. So I'm gonna go with vegetative state. What about being some of you being there and being a zombie? I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. I have no problem. Well, at least I'm moving around, still trying to do something. Right. What about when your dick rots off? I don't care. I'm not <laughs> barely <laughs> using <it> now. <laughs> nice. Oh, like, <laughs> but uh, I, I voted for vegetative state. Uh, Karen, what's your vote? <laughs> you know, what, Karen, I'm going to talk for you on this one because I know this one. Uh, Karen, one time it was. Four in the morning. Called me at four in the morning, barely conscious that she's calling me at four in the morning because she had a zombie nightmare. She is absolutely terrified of zombies as well. And uh, I, you know, I, I talked her down and got her back to sleep. But she's she's absolutely terrified of the zombie apocalypse. I think having kids actually does kind of fuck you up on the zombie apocalypse too, and zombies in general. So, uh, she votes for zombies. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Mike. Where's your vote? Um, now, I am also prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Um, I'm fat and I'm slow, so I will very quickly just become a meal for the first wave of zombies. Um, and, and that's cool, because I really have no interest in living in a post-apocalyptic world. So uh, I'm, I'm all for being among the first to go out. Uh, but I'm definitely not afraid of... A vegetative state because i actually pay a good deal of money to get as close to that as possible <laughs> so uh i'll go with the zombies yeah we should have known where this was going you, you know honestly i didn't until he said that and then it made perfect no, sense. It just, yeah it does i didn't think about it either but now it's like oh dumbass we should just kind of penciled in his vote automatically i, I should have but zombies takes the win on to our next fight, Michael. This one is yours. It is heights versus fear itself. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of heights, but I'm not. Par- I don't know. I'm not paralyzed by them. Um, it's not the heights that scare me. It's the falling and the sudden impact with the ground that really freaks me the fuck out. Um, being up high doesn't do much of anything. Fear itself could be anything. So it could be anything on this list. But that's kind of cheating, I think, because fear itself is nothing. It's what you define as fear. So, therefore, it can't be fear itself because fear is a... It's just too confusing. It's too late for me to be getting into this much of a theological discussion. So, I'll go with Heights. Uh, vote for Heights. Kathy. And that just that whole 
thing just gave me a headache. So Heights. <laughs> Another vote for Heights. Um, Mike put Fear Itself on here. I'm almost positive because he's got some fucking joke lined up for it. But uh, Heights is actually a fear that I have. Uh, not not super, not, not bad, not paralyzing or anything like that. But I do get uncomfortable. And it's not because of the height. It's because I always look off the edge and go, maybe I can fly. And I'm waiting for the time where I try. Like, I'm, I know I can't fly, but there's always that maybe and that's actually what scares me because i know i i know it'd be done like ah oh shit nope can't fly and it's over so (laughs) i'm gonna go with heights uh karen what's your vote on that one you're right it is definitely heights uh, Mike, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no, it is not, and not because of a joke. Uh, at least not entirely. Uh, as our president said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And first of all, which, I president, would said, which never, president said that? That was uh, Roosevelt, FDR. And yeah. uh, I certainly would not disagree with uh, the president. Uh, that would make me un American. And uh, I am very American. Uh, And secondly, he is right, because without fear itself, we do not have all of these other things. If you can defeat fear, then zombies and prison rape and needles and squirrels mean nothing to you. The only thing there is to fear is fear itself. Uh, Vote for fear itself. You know what? Actually, that was a really good argument. Yeah, it was. That's a, that's a it was. Yeah, didn't change my vote, but it was no. a good argument. No, it was a good argument. And uh, Mike, you're 15/16 American. Let's not forget, Mr. Ortiz. Yeah, <laughs> American. Anyway, <laughs> I, know, I can always. I know. Okay, I know what the unknown is coming up. There's only one thing it could possibly be. No, because this is a this is a pick that doesn't happen very often. It only happens when we have someone like Karen on the show and uh it's the first time i've done it it, it, it's it's the rotating pick it's drowning versus an unknown and uh alan is the one that put this one in and uh alan was sobriety or never being drunk again versus drowning uh kathy that's yours Mm -hmm. hi hi I could deal with never being drunk again. I don't drink that much anymore. Tonight being the exception. Um, but yeah, drowning would be an awful way to go. You know, be like, especially if you were like around people and you couldn't scream and you couldn't make them know that you were drowning and you were just silently drowning in front of them and they're all just like, eh, splashing around, having fun. That That would suck. So drowning. Uh, vote for drowning. Um, you know, drowning doesn't scare me that much because they say you get really high right at the end. And I don't do drugs or drink very often. I I, I don't imbibe very much. So sobriety, I'm usually sober. That's right, folks. I do this show ninety nine percent of the show sober. Um, so it doesn't that doesn't uh, scare me either. And, and, but 
the, the thought of never being able to do it again kind of does. Like, oh, that sucks. I can't do it ever again. Like, oh, you've got some rare disease where if you have any more of this, you will die. Like, oh, that sucks because I like that a lot. So um, I think I'm going to vote for sobriety. It's, and, and drowning is, well, it's drowning. But anyway, uh, Karen? That is right. You said it earlier on in the episode that just like, uh, what do you call it? Suffocation is just like drowning, and you're terrified of drowning. So I'll vote for drowning. Uh, Mike? <laughs> do you really need to ask me? Uh, <laughs> drowning, <laughs> drowning is very brief. It doesn't take that long. There's a, a a massive the way I do it. freak out and, and panic but once you get once you kind of get through that and uh and enough of your brain cells start dying off uh <laughs> you hit a real euphoria and it's a very peaceful calm fading into sleep um and it, it lasts a very short time and uh <laughs> sobriety seems like it would last a very long time and uh yeah, I don't like that. So I, I would actually be afraid of that. Oh, uh, vote for sobriety. It is all tied up. Yes, that's right. You're hearing this correctly. Sobriety is one of the worst fears on here. It's all tied up. There Comes has never you, been an episode of Geek Fights where everyone on there has been sober. And Not I can totally one. see Alan being afraid of that sobriety. There has. Oh, well, actually, we don't know if all the participants in that show were sober or not. So, yeah, you're right. But, Michael, it's it's your choice. Which one takes the win? I just thought that was the best pro-drowning argument <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. It's like, hey, it's not so bad. It doesn't last too long. And you got a little euphoria at the end. There, so what's the big deal, everybody? Gotta get high. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's go drowning, everybody! Oh shit, I'm glad that there's not a lobbyist for drowning because that would be Mike. Um, I um, I actually almost drowned as a kid. Uh, some kid jumped on top of me in a swimming pool and sent me all the way to the bottom, and that was a pretty fucking scary experience. I'm not much for drinking, and if I could never be drunk again. Not a big loss to me because whenever I am drunk, I don't enjoy it nearly as much as the people around me seem to. So uh, I'm going to go with drowning. Uh, vote for drowning and drowning takes the win. Now, if you heard me knocking, that was an inside joke with uh, Michael and him being drunk and being an asshole knocking on a door. I won't explain more. If you come up to me and ask me in person, I will tell the story. But that is the end of round one. Drowning is moving on. And we'll be back. Maybe. Uh, maybe Skype will <laughs> shut down and we don't have any more show. But we'll be back after this. My friends, this is a day of national consecration. And I am certain that on this day, my fellow Americans expect that on my induction into the presidency, I will address them with a candor and a decision which the present situation of our people impels. This is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. Nor need we shrink 
from honestly facing conditions in our country today, this great nation will endure as it has endured, will revive and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. In every dark hour of our national life, a leadership of frankness and of vigor has met with that understanding and support of the people themselves, which is essential to victory. The measure of that restoration lies in the extent to which we apply social values, more noble than mere monetary profit. Happiness lies not in the mere possession of money. It lies in the joy of achievement, in the thrill of creative effort, the joy and the moral stimulation of work no longer must be forgotten in the mad chase of evanescent profit. These dark days, my friends, will be worth all Lake Foster if they teach us that our true destiny is not to be ministered unto, but to minister to ourselves, to our fellow men. <laughs> Recognition of that falsity of material wealth as the standard of success goes hand in hand with the abandonment of the false belief that public office and high political positions are to be valued only by the standard of pride of place and personal profit. And there must be an end to a conduct in banking and in business, which too often has given to a sacred trust the likeness of callous and selfish wrongdoing. Small wonder that confidence languishes for it thrives only on honesty, on honor, on the sacredness of obligations, on faithful protection, and on unselfish performance. Without them, it cannot live. Restoration calls, however, not for changes in ethics alone. This nation is asking for action, and action now. And right. we are back doing what we do every week, uh, coming at you with a little geek cred. Uh, let's start out with you, Karen. What is your geek cred? Thank you very much, Karen. I uh, really do appreciate all that geek cred. Uh, Kathy. She's, a, she's a mime. She's a mime. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm just a big geek. I, I, go, I go to conventions and stuff. I'm a geek. Oh my God, Cooper Gooden Jr. has a huge dick. Uh, Michael, you thought that would derail me, but it's not going to. Um, I own and operate a company which produces documentaries and commentary tracks for a variety of horror-related DVD and Blu-ray releases, including the upcoming Zombie House by the Cemetery and Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn Blu-ray editions coming out in October and November. Enjoy them or don't enjoy them. I don't get any money one way or the other, so what are you going to do? That's it for Geek Cred. And uh, we're moving on. Just power through. On to our next fight. 
Uh, it is driving versus girls. I'm not scared of driving. Not scared of driving at all. Uh, but I was and still am terrified of gorgeous girls. Gorgeous girls still scare the shit out of me. Like, I can talk to them, but it's one of those things where I still think I have a shot, even though I don't. I don't. So, and that's what actually scares me is like, maybe I should. No, no, I shouldn't ask them because I don't have a shot. So, I'm, I'm going to go with girls. Uh, Karen. Uh, what's that? Girls? Uh, vote for girls from Karen. Mike. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely girls. I'm uh, I'm a geek. Um, I couldn't talk to them when I was young. I can talk to them more now. Uh, actually, there's much less much much less fear now than uh, irritation. But uh, it was fear for a very long time. Another vote for girls, Michael. There was a moment uh, in my recent car accident when the bus slammed into the driver's side of my car, hurled my ass in the car off to the side of the road, airbags deployed, and smoke started pouring into the car, and I couldn't get out of the car. Uh, at that moment, I thought I was going to die. I mean, I thought, this is it. I'm going to burn to death right here in this fucking car, not half a block from my apartment. That pales in comparison to asking a girl to go out. So I'm going to go with girls. Another vote for girls. And Kathy. I'm going to throw one vote to driving because it still is one of the scariest things that I have to do every day, practically. So, driving. A vote for driving, but girls is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. It is being alone versus buried alive. Uh, Karen, what's your vote on that one? Yeah, that's right. You said it in the first round. Being alone is one of the scariest things that you that in in the world for you. So, a vote for being alone, uh, Mike. Uh, I will I will go with with buried alive because there's that whole it's it's kind of it is kind of terrifying to just realize you're especially like if you're in a coffin. I know we it'd be hard to be in that situation, but you know it it's it happens. Um, that terror of trying to get out, trying to scratch your way through all of that um and and probably not making it is uh is just really a frightening creepy horrible thing when you see it in the movies it's always just a terrifying scene uh being alone is a very real fear but i think it's a very real fear that everybody has to kind of come to grips with and uh and and learn to move past but uh i you know i don't i don't want to not be afraid of being buried alive i want to make sure that i avoid being buried alive a vote for buried alive michael yeah i hate the idea of being alone but at the end of the day uh, buried alive just encompasses several other fears it's the fear of death it's the claustrophobia it's the the it's the imminence of the fact that you know you're gonna die and there's nothing you can do about it and you know maybe it's not even as nice as being in a coffin where at least you're in a controlled space what if some asshole just throws you in a bag and starts pouring dirt on you and you're going to be alone when you, when you die, buried alive, unless you're being buried alive for these other people, which means your kill is really ambitious. But in that case, you're still going to die. Uh, and being alone, you'll live, and you can solve that problem. Uh, you, know, you can be around other people, even if they don't want to be around you, so you won't be alone. Buried alive, you're pretty much fucked. So, buried alive. Uh, vote for buried alive. Uh, Kathy. Kathy. 
once again, I'm not afraid of being alone. I just don't think I ever will be alone. Uh, because everyone loves me, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, you guys, uh, sure. You boy. <laughs> but I am no Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. I cannot dig my way out of a grave. Uh, I will die in it. I will, I will die uh, extremely frightened. And I suppose at that point I would be alone. So uh, that's the only situation that I can see it happening. So buried alive. Uh, vote for buried alive. And uh, yeah, being alone, there are just some people that are, that's the, that's your life. That's what you're going to be. And you, and, 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 and it's a, I, I'm, I'm going to go on the romantic alone, not because you're never actually alone, especially if you're in a city or in a town, you can be in alone. You can technically be alone in a crowd, but you aren't like if you really wanted to, you can actually reach out and not be alone. Uh, being buried alive is fucked up. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Whether it's in a, in a in a paper bag, in a plastic bag, dumped into a, a hole and feeling the dirt coming on, or just waking up in a small box, or hell, waking up in a rather large room, but you know it's underground and there's nothing you can do to get out, and you're just gonna eventually suffocate and die in there. That's fucked up. So. Uh, I'm going to go with Buried Alive. And Buried Alive is moving on through. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. This is the one you wanted to happen. It is failure versus success. Uh, I, I actually do have a fear of failure and a fear of success. And, uh, and that has forced me to lead a life of crippling mediocrity. Uh, as a co-host of a podcast called Geek Fights. Um, but don't forget the co-host on the other show. Yeah, that show really isn't around very much. <laughs> um, but I have to say, between the two, I am more afraid of failure. Uh, because if you are afraid of success and your fear comes true, well, you know, you're left with success, which is actually not that bad. Um, but if you're afraid of failure and your fear comes true, well, then not only are you afraid, but you also failed, which kind of sucks doubly. So uh, I'll go with failure. Uh, vote for failure. Michael. Yeah, actually, Mike made a very good argument there. I kind of agree with that. I mean, both of these kind of bother me to a large extent, but failure, there's, there's no upside. I mean, you know, if you fail, then that's it. You're dead. I mean, there's just, you've got nothing to go on to. If you're afraid of success and you succeed, well, you can still be afraid of it, but at least you're not going to be thrown out on the street and your power's not going to be shut off and you're not going to be able to eat anything. I mean, there's still upsides to it. So I'll go with failure. Another vote for failure. Kathy. I am not afraid of success. I would like to succeed. I don't have no problem with that. I wish more people would let me succeed at the things that I want to do. Um, but I am afraid of, of failing. So failure. Another vote for failure. Um, I think the fear of success isn't really a fear of success. I think it's actually a, just a fear of failure. Uh, I think it's trying to get that success and not achieving it. And, and, and that is not, that's the fear It's you're trying for success and you didn't get it. You came close and you failed and, uh, failure is, is, is somewhat crippling. Like if you do it enough, you, you, you're fucking done. So I'm going to vote for failure. 
Karen, is it a clean sweep? Uh, actually, no, it's not. A no, she plans for failure. She plans for failure. Uh, she's voting for success. And <laughs> a vote for success, but failure is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is fish versus spiders. Isn't that a sci-fi movie? <laughs> Probably. A giant arachnid versus super mega shark or something. Uh, again, I've already said that spiders really don't do it for me. Uh, and that hasn't really changed. I guess fish would bother me a little more. I'm not a fan of swimming in the water in the ocean and like the idea of like a fish swimming underneath me or something and like touching my feet or something that bothers me. So I guess that that's more bothersome to me than anything with spiders. So I'll go with the fish. A vote for fish. Kathy. Uh, No question about it. Spiders. I mean, when you said that about having a spider, a black widow on your hand, that freaked me out. Spiders. Uh, vote for spiders. Um, it did. It, it freaked me out too, but not enough to get myself killed or put into a hospital because I freaked out because I had a spider on me. Plus, spiders. <clears throat> spiders serve a purpose, a purpose that I understand. Like, I don't like little small flying things. I don't like small flying bugs. I get easily annoyed by them, or even big cockroaches. But spiders take care of those things, and then they stay off into a corner to themselves. They very rarely come over and bother you. They do on occasion, and I do understand that throughout your life, you'll eat probably like 50 or 60 spiders if you sleep with your mouth open. But I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I, I can I can rationalize that. Yeah, fish swimming past you in the water, it, it kind of sucks. It, they can be freaky. And then when you take one out and, you know, you're, you're, you're like, if you've gone fishing, they're even freakier. So a vote for fish. Uh, Karen, what's your vote? What, what's Ooh, that? Two it, numbers to crack my pants. It's fish because they have no souls. <laughs> Fish have no souls, and that freaks her out. (laughs) Another vote for fish. And Mike? Uh, You know, I don't really have a fear of either of these. So I figured, well, what would happen if I put the word giant in front of it? So if it's a giant fish versus a giant spider, at that point, I think I am afraid of the giant spider. Um, giant fish can easily be avoided by just not going in the water, which is easy because I don't really go in the water that often. Um, the only way it's a threat is if it becomes like a giant fish that can breathe on land, but you know, then that's giving it an additional superpower. And I think you'd have to give the spider a superpower like flying and a flying, a giant flying spider, certainly scarier than a giant fish walking around on the land. So I'll go with spider. Uh, another vote for a spider, but fish takes the win. And Can I just say, thank God we're not going to be talking about spiders anymore because the whole conversation about it is. Oh, just come on. Somebody's got to change their vote for that reason. <laughs> I almost would. Just to spite Oh, boy. Cassie. Yeah, I almost. Boy, I'm. Oh, I'm so. I should have waited. But, 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 yeah, but I, see, I, the thing is, we don't have to talk. You're right. We don't have to talk about it anymore because uh, they are off the list. 
But guess what? We still want to talk about them, and Fish is moving on. We're going to keep talking about spiders. On to our next fight, Kathy. <laughs> this <laughs> one is yours. It is going insane versus crowds. And, uh, you know, like having a bunch of spiders in your shoes, on your feet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like a crowd of spiders. A crowd of spiders. That would be fucked up. Yeah. I hate you all. Well, hey, I haven't heard you're from the one. Mike. You were so stupid to do that. Though. I'm Come saving say, my spider I'm... for squirrels and bugs. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, Kathy, up. but you actually came out and said, I am sure glad we don't have to talk about spiders anymore because that really bothers me, everyone. Hey, nudge, 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 nudge. Come on. What were you expecting us to do? I guess I just wasn't thinking. I was just thinking, thank God they're gone. And that's, that's how scared she was. Yeah, irrational fear. She wasn't thinking. Uh, but and knowing it's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Do you realize that when somebody says, and knowing it's half the battle, I can't help but at least oh, think G.I. Joe in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, anyway. a, it's, like, it's a Pavlovian response. At this it, point. it truly is. Uh, but Kathy, this fight is yours. Going uh, insane versus crowds. Fuck you all. I've, going insane. I'll vote for going insane. Um... Ah, this is fucked up for me because going insane is a, is a legitimate fear that it runs in my family and it could happen to me, but crowds are also a fear for me. I don't like standing in front of crowds. I don't like crowds of people and people are always like, oh no, you're really good with like, I understand that I'm very decent with crowds. It's called a defense mechanism. I, I did this on purpose. <laughs> Uh, so I think I'm going to have to go with crowds on this one. Uh, Karen, what is your vote? Oh, insane. Insane. Okay. I'll vote for insanity. <laughs> um, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm not really uh, afraid of crowds. Uh, like I said, maybe irritated by them. Um, even standing up in front of them. Uh, I'm, I'm not really scary i mean there was a time when i was younger but for the most part it doesn't bother me at all now uh but you know going insane you know we can joke about it being uh fun but if you actually have seen someone slowly deteriorate and lose their mind and become paranoid and irrational uh it's actually a terrifying thing to watch and when you think about that happening to you and and the helplessness that they 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 feel sometimes uh that's you know who you your, your sanity is who you are, and if that slips away, uh, that just that's kind of a twisted abyss that you don't come back from. I'll vote for going insane. Speaking of which, Michael. Hey, um, you know I've already stated crowds are a big, big thing with me. Not so much. I, I mean, the public speaking aspect of it, or being up in front of a bunch of people. I, I'm fine with that. I actually really enjoy that. It's being in the un, it's the uncontrolled aspect of being in that crowd that bothers me. But you know, when you think about going insane, I hadn't really thought about like the uh, Alzheimer's or the dementia aspect of it. And my grandmother uh, didn't know who she was for the last two years of her life, and on my, it was my dad's mother, and, and it freaked him out big time. That was a huge fear for him was losing his faculties and becoming a burden to his family and not knowing who he was and forgetting the things that he forgetting essentially who he was. And I got to say that really bothers me more now as I get older, 
because every time I think of something, you know, every time I do something stupid, I forget to look left to see an oncoming city bus. I'm thinking, am I losing my fucking mind? Because I should have done that, and I didn't. So I'm going to go with uh, going insane. A vote for going insane, and going insane is moving on. On to our next fight. It is squirrels versus bugs. And, um... Bugs are scary. Squirrels are scary. Um... Squirrels seem to seem to have a consciousness, and um, they are immortal. They can only be killed by uh, cars, because I, I I've literally never seen just a dead squirrel lying in like somebody in the middle of someone's yard. Like I always see dead squirrels in the road, never see them anywhere else. So I do believe they live forever, and they will become our overlords and rulers. So I'm going to be voting for squirrels. Uh, Karen. What, what's that bugs they could crawl in your ears a vote for bugs crawling into your ears uh mike <laughs> um i i'm gonna go with bugs uh because bugs in the broad sense can include spiders so we can keep talking about them um and I, I'm, I'm not really scared of squirrels other than that fucker that tried to bite me down at wayne state and uh bugs encompass a wide range of of creepy things i mean it is it is probably my biggest single fear uh, i was out of town recently and there was a, a bug in the room it was a hard shell black flying bug that flew up on the on the ceiling and uh and my dad was asleep and i threw something at it and it hit it and it didn't affect it at all so i realized at that point i was not going to win this fight so I was just going to sleep over on there. I slept on the other side of the room, just figuring, okay, I can't beat you, but how about we just have this dividing line? I mean, I'm making a deal with the bug to not come on my side of the room in my head late at night, um, because that's how afraid I am of bugs. Uh, vote for bugs. Michael. Yeah, I'm going to go with bugs as well because, you know, I don't turn on the, the lights uh, in my bathroom and see a squirrel near my toilet. Because, um, I mean, I'd like to know that how would be scary, though, man. Think about that. That, that would be scary. That would be that would be scary as hell, but mostly confusing. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it would actually be the most terrifying thing that could ever happen to you. <laughs> no, no, no. How about a giant spider eating a squirrel? That would be a pretty fucking scary thing. To see How about a giant now, sober I, spider eating a squirrel? Ooh, eating a silverfish while trying to fuck the spider. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, bugs. Uh, vote for bugs and Kathy. <sighs> I gotta say bugs too. I mean, I'm thinking about earwigs now and thinking. You know, no matter how many times they tell you that earwigs don't actually burrow in your ear. Those little pinches on there, you know, all I can think about is them burrowing in my ear. You know, don't think about the burrowing in the ear. So that's all I think about. Bugs. Uh, vote for bugs. And bugs are moving on. We are on to our next fight. Karen, this one is yours. It is prison rape versus zombies. And, uh... Rapey, rapey, rapey. Did you just say rapey, rapey, rapey? No. Yay. 
No, no, Karen. I'm almost positive you are voting for zombies yet again. Why? Why would I vote for zombies? I, because they are the scariest thing in the world to you. I don't. I don't understand your irrational fear of zombies. They don't even actually exist yet. Notice what? the yet, the yet. But a vote for zombies, Mike. Uh, yes, still prison rape. Another vote for prison rape. Well, a vote for prison rape, Michael. Yeah, I gotta keep uh keep riding that rape train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, riding the rape train. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kathy. That picture is even worse than spiders in my head now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can just see him with a big smile on his face getting raped by a train of dudes. <laughs> Why would I have a smile on my face? <laughs> you want to ride the Come on, ride the Just for that, I want to vote prison rape, but really, zombies scare me more. A vote for zombies. It is all tied up. Comes down to me. Prison rape or zombies? Um, uh, I didn't. Oh, this this sucks. Because I'm I'm really not scared of zombies, but I kind of don't want to vote them out because I'm not really scared of prison rape because I'm gonna be the nasty motherfucker that nobody <laughs> wants to go up to. <laughs> like that's the guy who shits and doesn't wipe his ass. Like. I, I have no problem living in filth. Yeah, to but avoid if, hey, prison if, you, if you vote for prison rape, maybe Michael will sing that train song again. <laughs> I look, I look forward to your prison rape shit stories. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think the fact that I am willing to live in a world of shit to avoid prison rape means that I'm more scared of prison rape than I am of zombies. So I will be voting for prison rape. and you can ride that train you can ride it Um, Michael's happy oh he loves the prison rape train Uh, we're on to our next fight Mike this one is yours it is heights versus drowning two classics yeah this is a this is a good this is a a real classic old fashioned geek fight two uh, two of the great fears I go great together (laughs) I you know I think I'm gonna go with with heights. Um, I don't have a, a fear of a specific fear of drowning. I don't have a, a fear of water uh, in general. Although I did almost drown as a child, also. Um, but uh, it, in part of it, I think is because I really don't spend a lot of time uh, in the water. You know, I, I don't live near an ocean. I don't go out into the into the lakes. Um, Whereas I do wind up spending a lot of time on in at least tall buildings or whenever I get to the edge, even, even like in a, in a big skyscraper with a thick glass window, when I get to the edge and just start looking down, I will get that momentary fear, even though I know there's absolutely no possibility of me going through that window. Um, there's just something very primal about splat. And uh, I think I'll go with heights. Uh, vote for heights. Riding the rape train, Michael. <laughs> um, well, drowning, yeah, I had that drowning experience as a kid, but I haven't really been scared off of 
swimming or being in the water since then. It was just something that happened as a kid that I just recovered from, and I love to swim, and I love uh, being in the water, uh, except for the ocean, but, you know, like in pools and stuff, I'm fine. So, But heights, there's this weird thing. I have a lot of dreams of being on top of a building and for some reason peering over the side and just feeling the sudden urge to just jump off for reasons I cannot fully fucking understand. It's not like I want to kill myself. It's just like, uh, I've got to jump. And then, you know, it's just, it's a very disorienting feeling. So I would have to go at this point with heights, uh, vote for heights, Kathy. Uh, you know, I have been swimming since I, I can remember. I love the water. I love, uh, <laughs> swimming in lakes i love swimming in pools um i uh, heights they don't generally bother me but the thought of uh the sears tower now the willis tower stupid name um has those boxes where there's nothing underneath you can you can walk out and there's nothing underneath you except glass and you can look straight down oh yeah i i look up at those boxes and i'm frightened of them so i gotta say heights the rio um, the rio hotel in vegas has one of those as well there's and no freaking way you're getting me out there. i did it it is really <laughs> freaky it is really really freaky nope i gotta do it another vote for heights um i love swimming not really scared of drowning at all like at all like if it happens it'll suck and and I, and I do realize that there will be that minute to minute and a half where I'm like, oh, this is it. It's been a nice ride. And then, then I'm done. But there is that urge to jump when it comes to heights. And that's actually what scares me more than anything, that I bet you I, I don't want to jump from here. I, I think I should jump. And, uh, yeah, that, 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 that messes me up. So I'm going with heights. And Karen. What's your vote? Uh, no, no. It is drowning. I, I, it's very obvious I know the answer that you were questioned because I didn't say, is it a clean sweep? But drowning is uh, gets a vote. But Heights is moving on through, and we are on to our next fight. Michael, this is for a spot in the final four. It is girls versus being buried alive. I guess it comes just down to that feeling of... Uh you know, you're, you're gasping for air. You're not going to be able to get out. Everything's closing in around you. And, uh, you feel like you're just, you know, every last breath is going to be your last. You don't know when the misery is going to end. There's no hope. I mean, clearly girls. Oh, um, that coming a mile away. I know I did too. I, I didn't want to interrupt it, but, uh, a vote for girls, Kathy. And this sucks, well, fuck no. you. Then I'm changing my vote to buried alive. All right. I saw that coming a mile away. (laughs) Well, fuck you then. I'm changing my vote to spiders. What? Which is it buried alive or girls? I'm not saying. All right. Kathy. I am not afraid of girls because I am a girl and I don't scare me. Buried alive. Vote for being buried alive. Damon. Um, let's see. What is actually a more terrifying prospect? Going, being buried alive, or uh, or asking a girl out. Uh, asking a girl out is terrifying sometimes, 
And being rejected sucks or, you know, the euphoria of going, yeah, sure, let's go out. That's cool, too. Um, so I think I've got to go with Buried Alive on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Buried Alive. I just talked myself out of whatever I was going to vote for. Uh, Karen, what's your vote? Girls. That is right. You are still voting for girls. Uh, Karen doesn't... <laughs> doesn't get along very well with girls. Uh, she probably never, she, she just doesn't. She has a few friends that are female now, but I know when I first met her, she had no female friends. So she just doesn't get along very well with girls. Other girls scare her. So I'll vote for girls. And Mike. This is actually a, kind of a tough one because certainly the one that's had the most actual direct impact in my life uh is a, a fear of girls um that's certainly something that that plagued me uh for for a very long time as a as a very kind of typical classic geek uh, and i've never really been afraid of being buried alive but like i said before you know i, I i'm afraid of bur being buried alive enough so that i avoid it Yet, obviously, I'm not afraid of girls enough to avoid it because well, uh, you can't avoid. You wouldn't go. You wouldn't leave your house. I can't. Well, no. Even just like going and talking to them and things like that. That's easy to avoid. That. Uh, I just kept going back for more. <laughs> so, I guess being buried alive is a uh, a little bit more of a fear because you know, with girls, eventually, uh, kind of got over that. Uh, vote for buried alive. And Michael's double vote does not count, and Buried Alive takes the win, because I literally have no idea which way he voted, but there are three votes for Buried Alive. And Buried Alive is into the final four. We're on to our next fight. Kathy, this one is yours. It is Fish <laughs> versus Failure. Oh, God. Uh, despite the piranhas, I, I think I'm more afraid of failing than I am of any fish. So, Failure. Uh, vote for failure. Um, I kind of, I, I, I guess I have to second that. Fail, failure is, 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 is actually paralyzing because you won't even try things if you're scared of failing them. Uh, and, and, and that, that, that is actually terrifying too. The fact that you won't even do something because you're scared you might not be able to do it correctly. So, uh, I'm going to vote for failure. Uh, Karen, what's your vote? Fishy, fishy, fishy. That is right. Fishes have no souls. <laughs> kind of like gingers having no souls. I'll vote for fish. Mike? Uh, yeah. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Don't frighten me. Um, it's, uh, it's failure all the way. Oh, no. I'll vote for failure. And Michael? Yeah, fishes. I mean, the thing with the fish is just don't. Don't go in the water. Don't buy fish. Don't go where fish are. Um, failure is something that's in your mind, and that'll fuck you up nine times, nine hundred times more than any fish ever would. So, yeah, failure. Uh, vote for failure, and failure is into the final four. On to our next fight is going insane versus bugs. Um, the more people talk about it, and the more that you realize that going insane is not just you know, we're wagging crazy person. It, it, it is, it is the, the slow decline of your mind. And 
And that is a terrifying prospect to, to not be you anymore. And, and you are you now, but, uh, yeah, I, I, bugs are scary, but losing who you are through some kind of mental defect is, is, is way, way scarier to me than bugs. So I'm going with going insane. Uh, Karen, what's your vote? Boogie, boogie. Uh, insane. Right. <laughs> going insane and seeing bugs crawling all over your skin. <laughs> so it, it really does work out. A vote for going insane. Mike? Uh, I, I'm going to stick with bugs here. Um, going insane. You know, I'm sure it is. It is horrible. It is terrifying. Um, but bugs are, are like a real, real fear. I'm not actually worried at all about going insane. Um, but if there were a, you know, millipede, uh, crawling across this pillow right now, I would just fucking freak out. Um, it, it is my most intense primal run the fuck away from it fear. Even the, and it's, I don't know why that's completely irrational. A little tiny, thing that i could i could easily just crush but it just has me running in terror a vote for bugs michael the bugs thing is such a huge thing with me but the weird thing is you, you, you going insane dementia that sort of thing losing your mind losing who you are you would lose who you are you would lose your memories you would lose your sense of yourself you would lose your very identity Every minute would become a confusing nightmare of who am I, where am I, what's going on around me. And you'd still be afraid of bugs because it's a primal thing. So it's like, it's double jeopardy. So it's like, you're like, bugs is just a primal thing. To me, that's like, at least if you're not insane and you still have your faculties about you, you can rationalize, oh, carp, it's a bug, I'm scared. Ah, fuck it, here, die, and then go back to what you're doing. If you're insane seeing something like a millipede walking across you, it might scare you literally to death. So I, I or think you might talk of, to it thinking it's your uncle Fred. <laughs> Leave it to you to find an upside. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with going insane because that's just, that's just total loss of everything. A uh, vote for going insane and Kathy. Yeah. I'm thinking along the same lines as, as Karen, with the insane thing thinking you have bugs crawling all over you because I'm thinking about that scene in Hellraiser 2 with the guy who thinks there's maggots all over him, which is just Get baby them bugs. Off me. And, and, then, and then the guy hands him a, a straight razor and I'm just like, I never shut my eyes during movies, but that made me shut my eyes and squeal and it was just the freakiest thing. Um, but yeah, the going, in, going insane part, yeah. Definitely worse. Uh, vote for going insane. And going insane is into the final four. And for our last spot in the final four, Karen, this one is yours. It is prison rape versus heights. And your vote is prison rape and the tuberculosis and hepatitis that comes with it. (laughs) A vote for prison rape. Mike. Uh, This is a strange one. Um, The thing with heights and like like Michael said, the the reason you fear heights is because you fear the fall. Um, but in most cases, unless you're just falling from a height to to be injured, um, 
that's only going to happen once. Prison rape is going <laughs> to keep happening over and over and over again. This is why if you are going to commit a crime, you commit one of those five years, maybe three years for good behavior. Maybe I could take three years of that. But if you're talking like 20 to life, forget it. Of for prison rape, uh, Michael, are you still riding that train? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I would like to say that uh, this is a tough one because heights. That is a very, you know, very difficult fear, and it's an, it, and it's an irrational one in a lot of ways. Because who would? I mean, if you're up on the top of a building and you're looking over the side, why would you jump? The whole it's, it's ridiculous. It's that irrational part of it that scares me. But what scares me is, let's say I jump. And at the same time, like maybe five minutes earlier, a prisoner jumped out of a plane and escaped, and on the way down comes into contact with me and rapes me all the way down to the ground. That would really suck. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with prison rape. A uh, vote for prison rape, Kathy. Yeah, that's that's what's running through the mind of a prisoner jumping out of a plane. Ooh, I hope I run into somebody who's jumping so I can rape him. Did I say it was <laughs> rational? No. <laughs> Um, maybe you know, it's a giant spider that falls out of a plane and <laughs> rapes you on the way down how the hell should I know so I'm a female in case nobody noticed um, and I'm not really so afraid of prison rape um, dude uh, they can prison rape you <laughs> in the female oh, prison I, I know they can uh, <laughs> it's called fisting and anal fisting they and they will that. I've but, seen it it's about dominance. It has nothing to do with sexuality. But I actually think I could hold my own against some women. So I we did no, video just... tape of this. <laughs> Please not. Kathy versus prison rape. I'm just not afraid of it. You know, I used to watch prisoners sell black H, and <laughs> just became comfortable with watching women in prison. I don't know. You need um, preparation age. <laughs> but I am. I am. I the thought of standing on that glass where there's nothing but, you know, a thousand feet of nothingness between you and the sidewalk. I I hate that. So I'm going to say Heights. Uh, vote for Heights. And um, I am absolutely terrified of prison rape. But um, my primal fear of Heights wins out. Uh, when I was a kid, I went jogging with my dad me, my sister, and my dad in the California hills. Uh, they're called hills, but we would call them mountains here. And uh, they don't really have railings or anything. You're just on a path, and we're jogging. I'm like eight or nine, and I slip, and I fall off the edge, but not all the way off. Like, I just fall off enough that my legs are dangling. And to this day, as I remember it, and I remember this story. I remember it as me like sliding all the way off and grabbing on to things and holding on to like grass and pulling myself up and 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 like an amazing story. But it was just it's just just a little oops. My my feet were dangling off the edge, and then my dad was like, "Oh hey, let me help you up and let's keep going." Like it was nothing, but that that has always stuck with me. That's part of one of, probably one of the reasons I've never been in Grand Canyon. Just for the maybe I'll lose my footing right at the edge and just go over. And the fall down would fucking, oh, oh, sorry, just rolling on the wall as you go down. Hopefully the first shot knocks you out, because if not, you're in, you're in for a lot of hurt. So 
I'm going to go with heights. But prison rape takes the win. <laughs> and we've got our final four. It's being buried alive versus failure. Uh, going insane versus prison rape. And Mike, you get the first one. It's buried alive versus failure. Hmm. I, uh, I'll stick with failure. Because, uh, like I said before, buried alive, something that I, I can easily avoid. Uh, failure, I've not been so lucky. Yes, super successful Mike Ortiz is fate of failure. Uh, Michael? Also going to stick with failure because buried alive, if you've pissed off someone enough that they're going to bury your ass alive, you have failed. So you have had a right fear to be uh, uh, you know, afraid of failure because that's you don't ever want to get somebody that mad at you that's like, you know, I'm going to bury that motherfucker alive. So, uh, yeah, failure. Uh, vote for failure. Uh, Kathy? You know, failure happens. I, I, I deal with it pretty well when it happens. Um, I'm afraid of it. I, I get nervous when, you know, I'm trying to get something and you know, I'm afraid I'm going to fail to get it, like a job or something. But I, being buried alive, I can't think of much worse than than the idea of being buried alive. Uh, it's not something you get used to dealing with. Uh, so I got to say, buried buried alive. Uh, vote for buried alive. Um, you know. A fear of failure will can and will make you a failure. Just, just it's guaranteed because you fail to act. You fail to do a lot of things that could 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 make you better. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna have to vote for failure. Buried alive. Whenever I think of buried alive, I, it, it it is fucked up. But I always have that that great moment in casino. <laughs> where uh, when Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci gets the ass beating that he deserved in Goodfellas all heaped into Casino. And, and then he gets beaten up, watches his fi- brother get shot in the head, and then buried alive. Uh, and I enjoy that scene so much that I'm going to be voting for failure. Uh, and Karen. Ooh, let's see. What did you say? Lame applesauce. Failure to make applesauce. She didn't <laughs> like what we ended up with on this side, but she did. Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> vote for failure to make applesauce. So I'm assuming that is failure, and yeah. failure takes the win. We are all <laughs> fight, Michael. This one is yours. It is going insane versus prison rape. Well, as much as I hate to do it, I may have to hop off the prison rape train. Um, because and the more I think about it, out of all these fears that we've gone through, the loss of your identity and the loss of who you are is what could be worse than that? Because everything else is crap. Then, you know, I mean, all this other stuff, the fear of failure, fear of success, the fear of commitment, none of that will matter anymore because you won't even know who the fuck you are. Every minute will become like an, a, a day, a lifetime. I mean, my God, I can't imagine anything worse than that. Uh, prison rape is transitory, you know, and just don't go to prison. Okay. So just make sure you get to stay the fuck out of prison. Uh, going insane. I'll vote for going insane. Kathy. I used to think that going insane would be a, a good thing that, that 
I wouldn't have to deal with anything anymore. I could just go off into my own fantasy land in my head and it would be all sunshine and puppies if I wanted it to be. I could just I just could just refuse to deal with reality and just deal with what was in my head. But the reality is that going insane is not all puppies and rainbows. It, it nobody you never hear of any mental disorders where, you know, you just think everything is is puppies and rainbows. It's always it's paranoia, it's uh horrible hallucinations, it's fear, it's it's uh you know, just being uh violent. Uh it's not good. It's not good. So I no longer want to go insane. And and as a matter of fact, I would do whatever it takes to avoid it. And once again, really not afraid of the female prison rape. So going insane. Uh, vote for going insane. That's because all the movies that you see about female prison rape are porn. And it's like, hey, look at that little thing. I could take her. There are some big, scary fucking women in prison. <laughs> I would be scared of being prison raped by, let alone being a female there. But um, going insane is it, it, it is one of my, like, all the time. All the time. I'm like, hey, what's that? Like, it, it could happen to me. Like, my, my grandfather, I actually watched him couple years ago slowly loses his mind and 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 there were some points where i didn't even notice it i was like oh okay and then somebody was like hey did you do that and i just did not see it and uh that happening to me is terrifying so i'm gonna go with going insane uh karen yeah insane in the membrane and mike is it a clean sweep uh no it's not um a few years back i had my first and so far only prostate exam and uh wow the doctor, you're gonna tie this in prison rape the doctor um had a, a a very nice warm rubber glove that was overly sufficiently lubed and he had very small hands and I couldn't take it. So, uh, you know, fuck it. I, I mean, I'll, I'll gladly go insane before I get anything bigger than that shoved up there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at your discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is kind of funny. Uh, uh, you, know, I always, you know, when he started telling, the, telling that, I was... No, it wasn't even that. I was like, I was thinking, and then he put his hand on my back, and then he put his other hand on my back. <laughs> I, was like, I love that joke. That's one of my favorite jokes. And then he put his hand on my back, and then he put his other hand on my back. I, I actually think I like the sincerity with Mike said, which was, Mike said the words sufficiently lubed. <laughs> I think he said over sufficiently lubed. Didn't you say over? Oh yeah, there was a lot of lube. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was a lot of lube. <laughs> oh, crust the lube. <laughs> but with well, but no pun intended. Um, with prison rape going down, we've got going insane <laughs> versus failure for I finale. Uh, Kathy, that one is yours. Uh, um, uh, for all the previously stated reasons, I'm going to stick with going insane. Uh, vote for going insane. Uh, me. Uh, 
So, so fail, failure is really, really high up there. It ruins lots of people's lives. Fear of failing ruins a lot of people's lives. Going insane does too. Um, but I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with failure because you could you could be a failure and then go insane later on in life and you get the best of both worlds. You, I, I'm going to go with failure. Uh, uh Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to go with failure. I, you know, when we talk about what, what's a real fear, a fear that's actually affected me, a fear that's, that's changed my life, uh, probably for the worst, uh, it probably is failure. Uh, I don't have any, any real fear of, of going insane. It's not something that I think about. Uh, it's not something that I think is a likelihood, but, uh, and, and, and fear is an irrational fear. I mean, all the things we've said about the fear of insanity is actually pretty valid. But uh, fear of failure really is nothing. Uh, but it's still crippling. Um, and that, I think, makes it uh, all the worse. So, fear of failure. Uh, vote for failure. Michael. It's interesting. We've ended up with two fears that are internal. The mind. You know, failure, we do it to ourselves in our own heads and going insane is something it's go. It happens usually as a result of something beyond our control. Um, failure, I, I would vote for it, except for the fact that a failure, failure is something we could treat. We something that you can eventually get over if you apply yourself it's or, or get enough therapy or you figure shit out in your life. It is something that is if not curable, it is something that you can fight against. It's something that you can eventually conquer in a way. And you can still be you. Going insane, there's nothing left. A failure is every time someone opens the door and surprises you because you don't know who the hell that is. I mean, every minute is failure if you've lost who you are. So I have to go with uh, going insane. Uh, vote for going insane. <laughs> Oh no! It Karen. is all tied up, and it comes down to Karen. And hang on, hang on, hang on a second. She she's she's getting it, getting it in. Here we go, because you won't know the difference uh, if you are insane. It's scary to me not being prepped to understand real failure. Uh, her vote is insanity. Wow. Not being present to understand real failure. Yeah, that, that does kind of suck. A vote for, as you as you said, faux Karen. Insane! <laughs> and going insane is our worst fear collectively through maybe maybe I fixed this. Nobody knows. Uh yes, Karen, that is the last one. I do like the fact that I'm now having a conversation with her. <laughs> and it's going to be two weeks before she hears my response. <laughs> but going insane is our winner. I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, check out backlightd.com for new movie news. Lots of contests for all your DVD needs. Check out DVDgeeks.tv. Need Star Trek? Who doesn't? Look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Special thanks goes to Karen. Say it, Karen. Yeah, you're welcome. For being our web president, check out what she's doing on uh, the Geek Fights Tumblr. Chris Mitchell, who 
It's usually writing blogs up there. Uh, Brian Townsend has a new show with me. It's called Into the Batcave. You can listen to us uh, wax poetic about Batman, the animated series. We do commentaries on every single episode. There's a sync point in everything. It'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. And, of course, Mr. Jared Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Kathy. I don't do anything. <laughs> All right. Let's plug the tea party. I got nothing. Tea no. party guns. No. Um, <laughs> no. Michael. Well, when is this show going to be airing? Uh, it is the week before... Uh, what is it? Halloween. The 24th is the day that this should come out. I see. Um, well, in that case, I would just like to make my regular plug to visit your local Del Taco. Uh, if you happen to be in an area where there is one, they've introduced a new line of Carnitas uh, brand items, including burritos and tacos. They are mucho tasty, and I would highly recommend them to anyone with a late night craving. Del Taco, of course. Uh, Mike. You can find me on the Zod Complex podcast and on the Week and Geek uh, video show on YouTube. Uh, both of them can be found at ZodComplex.com. You can check us out at GeekFights.net, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, and more. Uh, that's all it takes to do something. Oh, yeah. To join the Legion of Geeks next week. Best horror film. Yes, we didn't do it last year. We did the scariest movie, and we pissed off Michael. Almost lost him permanently. Mm. Almost. You're here. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm. And then after that, we're going to have good old Chris Mitchell on defending his country with Best of Britain. That's right. We're just going to talk about the best stuff from Britain. Uh, I don't know how much we'll be able to talk about. <laughs> but any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Push The lunatic is on the grass. The lunatic is on the grass. Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs. Got to keep the lunas on the path The lunatic is in the hall The lunatics are in my hall The paper holds their folded faces to the floor and every day the paper boy brings more And if the dam breaks open many years too soon And if there is no I'll see you on the dark side
cock sandwiches. Mania phobia. <laughs> Well, well, that was well, that was a particularly odd episode. Yes. <laughs> the fear of going insane is maniaphobia. Maniaphobia. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever came up with that was insane. I just thought of something to plug. <laughs> well, what? Go ahead. My twat. No, no, no. Oh, you're done. Chicago SF. Chicago SF.org. It's fun. You know, all of that's going in there, right? Yeah, all of that's going in my twat. <laughs> How much that's going in there, too? Oh, Michael, call her a cunt. No. no! I'm out of whiskey. Oh, okay, then never mind. <laughs> Did you look at your twat? <laughs> you apparently been stuffing a lot in there. <laughs> Are there spiders in there? <laughs> Is that that tickling? Fuck you all. <laughs> something a little different up next. This is the entirety of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's 1933 inaugural address. Uh, this was excerpted at our break, but this is the speech in its entirety. Uh, it's a bit long, so I decided to stick it in at the end rather than at the break. It's uh, about 20 minutes, so uh, certainly I can understand why you wouldn't want to listen to it, but I really think everyone should 
it's a very powerful speech uh, given during one of the darkest times for our country and our world. Uh, I think it rings true today uh, as much as it did back when it was first given. And I think uh, hopefully there's something we can learn from it. So um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, take it away. President Hoover, Mr. Chief Justice, my friends, this is a day of national consecration. And I am certain that on this day my fellow Americans expect that on my induction into the presidency, I will address them with a candor and a decision which the present situation of our people impels. This is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. Nor need we shrink from honestly facing conditions in our country today. This great nation will endure as it has endured, will revive and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. In every dark hour of our national life, a leadership of frankness and of vigor has met with that understanding and support of the people themselves, which is essential to victory. And I am convinced that you will again give that support to leadership in these critical days. In such a spirit on my part and on yours, we face our common difficulties. They concern, thank God, only material things. Values have shrunk to fantastic levels. Taxes have risen. Our ability to pay has fallen. Government of all kinds is faced by serious curtailment of income. The means of exchange are frozen in the currents of trade. The withered leaves of industrial enterprise lie on every side. Farmers find no market for their produce and the savings of many years in thousands of families are gone. More important, a host of unemployed citizens face the grim problem of existence and an equally great number toil with little return. Only a foolish optimist can deny the dark realities of the moment. And yet our distress comes from no failure of substance we are stricken by no plague of locusts compared with the perils which our forefathers conquered because they believed and were not afraid. We have still much to be thankful for. Nature still offers her bounty and human efforts have multiplied it. Plenty is at our doorstep, but a generous use of it languishes in the very sight of the supply. Primarily, this is because the rulers of the exchange of mankind's goods have failed through their own stubbornness and their own incompetence, have admitted their failure and have abdicated. 
practices of the unscrupulous money changers stand indicted in the court of public opinion, rejected by the hearts and minds of men. True, they have tried, but their efforts have been cast in the pattern of an outworn tradition. Faced by failure of credit, they have proposed only the lending of more money, stripped of the lure of profit by which to induce our people to follow their false leadership. They have resorted to exhortation, pleading tearfully for restored confidence. They only know the rules of a generation of self-seekers. They have no vision, and when there is no vision, the people perish. Yes, the money changers have fled from their high seats in the temple of our civilization. We may now restore that temple to the ancient truth. The measure of that restoration lies in the extent to which we apply social values, more noble than mere monetary profit. Happiness lies not in the mere possession of money. It lies in the joy of achievement, in the thrill of creative effort, the joy of the moral stimulation of work, no longer must be forgotten in the mad chase of evanescent profit. These dark days, my friends, will be worth all they cost us if they teach us that our true destiny is not to be ministered unto, but to minister to ourselves, to our fellow men. <laughs> Recognition of that falsity of material wealth as the standard of success goes hand in hand with the abandonment of the false belief that public office and high political positions are to be valued only by the standard of pride of place and personal profit. And there must be an end to a conduct in banking and in business, which too often has given to a sacred trust the likeness of callous and selfish wrongdoing. Small wonder that confidence languishes for it thrives only on honesty, on honor, on the sacredness of obligations, on faithful protection, and on unselfish performance. Without them, it cannot live. Restoration calls, however, not for changes in ethics alone. This nation is asking for action, and action now. Our greatest primary task is to put people to work. This is no unsolvable problem if we face it wisely and courageously. It can be accomplished in part by direct recruiting by the government itself, treating the task as we would treat the emergency of a war. But at the same time, through this employment, accomplishing great, greatly needed projects to stimulate and reorganize the use of our great natural resources. Hand in hand with that, we must frankly recognize the overbalance of population in our industrial centers, and by engaging on a national scale in a redistribution 
endeavor to provide a better use of the land for those best fitted for the land. Yes, the task can be helped by definite efforts to raise the values of agricultural products, and with this the power to purchase the output of our cities. It can be helped by preventing realistically the tragedy of the growing loss through foreclosure of our small homes and our farms. It can be helped by insistence that the federal, the state, and the local governments act forthwith on the demand that their cost be drastically reduced. It can be helped by the unifying of relief activities which today are often scattered, uneconomical, unequal. It can be helped by national planning for and supervision of all forms of transportation and of communications and other utilities that have a definitely public character. There are many ways in which it can be helped, but it can never be helped by merely talking about it. We must act. We must act quickly. And finally, in our progress towards a resumption of work, we require two safeguards against a return of the evils of the old order. There must be a strict supervision of all banking and credit and investments. There must be an end to speculation with other people's money. And there must be provision for an adequate but sound currency. These, my friends, are the lines of attack. I shall presently urge upon a new Congress in special session detailed measures for their fulfillment, and I shall seek the immediate assistance of the 48 states. Through this program of action, we address ourselves to putting our own national house in order and making income balance outgo. Our international trade relations, though vastly important, are in point of time and necessity secondary to the establishment of a sound national economy. I favor as a practical policy, the putting of first things first. I shall spare no effort to restore world trade by international economic readjustment, but the emergency at home cannot wait on that accomplishment. The basic thought that guides these specific means of national recovery is not nationally, narrowly nationalistic, it is the insistence as a first consideration upon the interdependence of the various elements in and parts of the United States of America. A recognition of the old and permanently important manifestation of the American spirit of the pioneer. It is the way to recovery. 
It is the immediate way. It is the strongest assurance that recovery will endure. In the field of world policy, I would dedicate this nation to the policy of the good neighbor. The neighbor who resolutely respects himself and because he does so, respects the rights of others. The neighbor who respects his obligations and respects the sanctity of his agreements in and with a world of neighbors. If I read the temper of our people correctly, we now realize as we have never realized before our interdependence on each other, that we cannot merely take, but we must give as well. But if we are to go forward, we must move as a trained and loyal army, willing to sacrifice for the good of a common discipline. Because without such discipline, no progress can be made, no leadership becomes effective. We are, I know, ready and willing to submit our lives and our property to such discipline because it makes possible a leadership which aims at the larger good. This I propose to offer, pledging that the larger purposes will bind upon us, bind upon us all as a sacred obligation with a unity of duty hitherto evoked only in times of armed strife. With this pledge taken, I assume unhesitatingly the leadership of this great army of our people dedicated to a disciplined attack upon our common problems. Action in this image, action to this end, is feasible under the form of government which we have inherited from our ancestors. Our Constitution is so simple, so practical, that it is possible always to meet extraordinary needs by changes in emphasis and arrangement without loss of essential form. That is why our constitutional system has proved itself the most superbly enduring political mechanism the modern world has ever seen. It has met every stress of vast expansion of territory, of foreign wars, of bitter internal strife, of world relations. And it is to be hoped that the normal balance of executive and legislative authority may be wholly equal, wholly adequate to meet the unprecedented task before us. But it may be that an unprecedented demand and need for undelayed action may call for temporary departure from that normal balance of public procedure. I am prepared under my constitutional duty to recommend the measures that a stricken nation in the midst of a stricken world may require. These measures or such other measures as the Congress may build out of its experience and wisdom, I shall seek within my constitutional authority to bring to speedy adoption. But 
in the event that the Congress shall fail to take one of these two courses, in the event that the national emergency is still critical, I shall not evade the clear course of duty that will then confront me. I shall ask the Congress for the one remaining instrument to meet the crisis, broad executive power to wage a war against the emergency as great as the power that would be given to me if we were in fact invaded by a foreign foe. For the trust proposed in me, I will return the courage and the devotion that befit the time. I can do no less. We face the arduous days that lie before us in the warm courage of national unity, with the clear consciousness of seeking old and precious moral values with the clean satisfaction that comes from the stern performance of duty by old and young alike, we aim at the assurance of a rounded, a permanent national life. We do not distrust the, the future of essential democracy. The people of the United States have not failed in their need, they have registered a mandate that they want direct, vigorous action. They have asked for discipline and direction under leadership. They have made me the present instrument of their wishes. In the spirit of the gift, I take it. In this dedication of a nation, we humbly ask the blessing of God. May he protect each and every one of us. May he guide me in the days to come.